25 years of leadership in inner city London schools, leaving it post as consultant head teacher at Archbishop Tennyson School in Lambeth for the role in the school, whose 21st century funded new build was opened just weeks before the inspection. The school has also adopted a new pathway for formal teaching, which sees an extended teaching day until 3.50pm on a Monday, and lessons finishing at 2.50pm on Tuesdays to Thursdays, and 1.20pm on Fridays. But the inspection reports found standards in well-being, attitudes to learning, and care, support and guidance all unsatisfactory, and in need of urgent improvement. The head teacher had a clear vision for moving the school forward based on high expectations for both standards and behaviour, the report stated. Although few teachers had high expectations of what pupils can achieve, performance at the end of Key Stage 4 has been weak and below the average for similar schools in recent years. Pembershire County Council Chief Executive Ian Wesley strongly denied that his good working relationship with David Powers Police was a reason for him not sending a letter on behalf of full council to avoid rocking the boat about the length of time it had taken to deal with an alleged grant irregularity relating to Pembroke Dock. In exchange with Councillor Jacob Williams, it emerged the letter of complaint came from the Council's figurehead chairman, Councillor Paul Hallis, as the Council complained at the lack of police progress in the matter, dating back now over five years. The Corporate Resources Overview and Scrutiny Committee were debating why a letter from the Police Complaints Authority took five weeks for a response from the Council. Mr Wesley apologised for the confusion and lack of officer liaison over who should draft a letter of response. Councillor Williams claimed it was a deliberate attempt to deny members access to the correspondence. Mr Wesley responded to the serious allegation as complete fabrication, suggesting it was a lack of trust in the paid head of service. The Roebuck Close neighbours in SA73 1AS were announced last week as daily prize winners with the People's Postcode Lottery Ambassador Judy McCourt. A minimum of 32% of ticket sales go directly to charities, players raising £382 million to date for 5,500 good causes across Great Britain. The next opportunity to apply for funding will be on February the 6th. In local sport, Haverford West County bowed out to Welsh Premier League side Ballatown in the FAW Welsh Cup on Saturday, 4-0, all the goals being scored in the first period of extra time. The Bluebirds, second in Welsh League Division 1, just two points off the top spot, are also in cup action next Friday, as they take on Division 3 side Anna Segerwin at Llandarcy for a place in the Welsh League Cup semi-finals. Manager Wayne Jones was able to give debuts against Barlett a new sign-in teenager Jake Merry and his counterpart Gareth Finnegan, both academy products. Striker Ben Steele's hat-trick enabled Moncton Swift to record a 5-1 victory over fellow Pembrokeshire League Division 1 title contenders. Merlin's Bridge substitute James Russell and midfielder Tom Powell secured in the comprehensive win. The Wizards replying through Joe Leahy. Goodick United remained top as Stephen Doherty scored a brace in his side's 5-0 win over bottom of the table Herb Branston, a week before the same sides meet in the West Wales Intermediate Cup for a place in the quarter-finals. Defending champions Haken United manager Christian Bennett found himself as a substitute as a hat-trick from captain Nicky Woodrow led them to an 8-0 triumph over Nayland to move into third place. With five contenders in the title race, challengers Cairo's home game with Penner Robbins was postponed after a late pitch inspection. St Clair's defeated visitors Claverson Road 3-2 thanks to midfielder Nathan Evans' double, with Saundersford Sports lifting themselves cleared of any relegation worries with a 4-2 success at home to Milford United. I'm Jonathan Twigg, and you're up to date with all your latest Pembrokeshire news on Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. 
Pure West Radio. And of course, it's the West Files. Of course. What else could it be on a Monday night? Well, exactly. And we have a very special guest in tonight. Mm. We have just forgotten. Elaine Taylor, our spiritualist medium, (laughs) who has been educating me off air. And so my mind just completely just went. It's your age, love, don't It's not my age. It's your age. It's a psychic vampire. It's your age. No, it's a psychic. Somebody just sucked out all my thoughts and because I I didn't want to. Because you know how I sometimes occasionally mess up the guests' names. It's your age. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) our guest tonight is. Uh, the lovely Elaine, uh, who is a spiritualist medium, psychic medium, and a ghost hunter. Yes. And um, briefly mentioned demonology, but mm. we've been playing that down a little bit. But I think the time is nigh. Mm. We, we should introduce demons because we've kept people on tenterhooks. Are there such things as demons? Things. Um, and, you know, they're, they're quite a dark energy, and the more they scare you, Fear is an energy. The more they they breed off that, and the more powerful that they can become, um, and they can cause a, a array of all sorts of terrible problems. Um, and you know, you might not believe in in demons, but um, they're out there. They're very real. And if you're using the spirit board, it's a very easy tool to invite these demons in. And once they're there, they're very difficult to get rid of. How did it seems kind of strange that you you kind of you've got the spiritualist medium, mm. but now you're going into demonology. Can I ask why? <laughs> yeah, I um, mean the work that I do, um, it's it's very easy to to keep in the light and and be safe in in the environment that I I do this and how I practice, but there is a negative side and I want to be able to equip myself that if I do ever come across any kind of demonology or any dark spirit that I have the knowledge to cope with them. Have you come across any so far? Uh, <clears throat> there was a gentleman in my house he, when I first moved in he wasn't he wasn't a demon he wasn't very pleased that I was there and he'd constantly scare my daughter and things would go missing and I'd feel very afraid on times he'd tap me on the feet and stuff like that um, and, and it wasn't until years later and, and doing a lot of cleansing rituals and talking to him and that kind of thing that I, I got to know him and now I'm quite happy to live alongside him but for the first I say three or four years to me he, he came across as very scary because he didn't want me, so didn't want me in his he house. Wouldn't be what- I mean, people probably at home are listening have probably got this idea of demons based upon the movies, based upon the church's teachings of these little horned devils, or even the devil himself. Is that what we're dealing with when people talk about demons? Or or are we just talking about bad yeah, well, to, well, there's there's two types, you know. You've you've got um, negative energy, so you've got your poltergeists, and you've got people who who will scare you effectively once we're human, mm-hmm. and then you've got demons then who have never walked this earth plane and are not of this earth plane. They're a dark energy that can cross over, and so you've effectively you've got two, like uh, etheric bound energies and mm-hmm. poltergeists. You can get rid of easily well not easily but you can get rid of demonology and, and the demon side of it because they're not earthric bound they come with a a, a huge energy that but is you said that they're not they're, they're not never have been human no no they're, they're a dark energy so you can have like a something like a mass of energy which is just pure dark evil 
Um, and then it'll manifest itself and it'll manifest itself in, in, in demoned ways to scare people. Um, and, you know, it can take over your life, it can hurt you, um, which is effectively, you know, what it's out to do. It can turn people against people. What's the motivating force for, for this to happen? I mean, you know, why do they want to just be horrible and evil? Well, you've got the light and the dark, and the more energy that they they collect, the stronger that they are, and you know they're interpreting all their evilness. This idea of light and dark, then. So, can it not be suggested, perhaps, that the more you involve yourself with the light side mm -hmm. of spiritualism, the more, in order to restore balance, the more you are going to provoke or invoke the dark side, because there has to be balance. So, the more light. There must be the more dark to balance it, mustn't there, yin and yang? There is, absolutely, but, so, but I don't feel that's on a, a personal level because you can keep yourself safe and work in the light and effectively that's what all mediums mm -hmm. are doing. Nobody wants to invite demons and negative energy into their life. And so it's, it's, it's you know, better that you, you stay away that from that. But yeah, in the harmony and balance of the universal energy, mm -hmm. if you like, the more that demons and the evilness... Um, create the more the energy it harbors to, to effectively make things on this earth plane bad and then you've got the lighter side which is you know all angels and all that kind mm -hmm. of light energy to make things good so it is the yin and the yang so as you know you've got the light and the dark and you know you, you don't really want to be inviting the negative energies in but let's move away a little bit from demons because it's scaring me basically um i want to return back to your spiritualism and um, your spirituality, because you, you said earlier that you're a Christian. I, am not, uh, I have a Christian concept, mm -hmm. if you like. You know, I believe in life after death, obviously. I believe in angels, but I believe that the angels will draw close to us in an energy form that we recognise. So I don't believe in the concept of a man with a white beard on a cloud. I'd, that's that's just silly. But I believe it to be an energy. And so if, you know, if I was uh, Japanese or Indian, then I would effectively see an energy form manifest itself in something that I recognize in that religion. So yeah, I believe in life after death and, and you'll find that um, you not might not believe in God, but demons do. So if ever you are, you know, caught up in, in that thing, then the first place you're gonna go is the church. Mm. And so, the, the, yeah. so I believe in you know uh, the Christian concept, if you like, but not not as as separate churches as well, aren't they? Yeah, I work for the Spiritualist Church. I work for Pembroke Dock Spiritualist Church. And I'm quite involved in there. Um, and well, I mean, are you allowed? I, I presume it's not secret society. I mean, Spiritualist Church. It is a proper church. It's a recognised religion. It is a proper it? church. Yeah. What, can you run us through a service? So it'll be like any other Christian church service. So there will be prayers and they'll send out um, absent healing. So they'll take names of people who need healing. And then um, with the energy vibrations, you can do long distance healing there. And then they'll sing songs and, and do some prayers. And then they'll ask the medium to step forward and, and give proof of life after death. And that's where you pick people out of the audience. That would be the conventional, what we might see is that similar to perhaps how we see the mediums on television when they stand on stage um, absolutely and they're giving readings for different members of the audience yeah is that more or less what the medium is doing at the 
yes at the church but they're doing it as part of the religious desire christian to concept, establish yeah. a proof of life after death yeah so it's a more of a, a christian spiritualist christian mm. concept so yeah absolutely they're giving you just giving a demonstration right. of life after death within the church you, where do we go when we die well, that's the it's million, question, million dollar <laughs> it's question. Really deep, because Christianity it? says that we, we sort of, well, it's a bit vague, isn't it? We sort of waft off, off, off on a no, cloud no, no, somewhere with a harp. I don't believe that. I, I, you know, when, when people say that you go to heaven, you know, we look upwards to the sky and it seems such a far place to, to go. Um, and I believe that there is just one universe and that essentially we're all part of that universe. You know, we're not going to a different time and a different space. We've just become in a different vibrational energy. Mm-hmm. So instead of having earthric bound body, we've lost that and stepped into the concept of a spirit world. And it's more like a two-way mirror. They can see us, they can communicate with us, but if we're not open and receptive to the communication, we're not, we're not gonna get through. And so essentially they've just kind of stepped aside and they're still very much around us. So, you know, they haven't flown off to heaven or anything like that. Oh, dash, and I've got my place well, there are, Is there a spiritual version of hell? I was going to so say, the bad yeah. ones. There is, which is where all the negative energy goes. It's, it's all about, you know, who we are. I mean, lots of people think that we're a body with a spirit. We're not. We're a spirit with a body. You know, we're a spirit form first, and then we have a body. And we leave this behind, and we return back to our natural form, which is an energy. And so, you know, when we pass over, essentially, we're just stepping, stepping into the, the next part, if you like, into the next room. Um, so, you know, you haven't lost anybody. They're still very much around you. You just need to learn how to, to tap into that energy and, and learn about them. But, um, you know, I think the word, whole word death, I think, is very final. Um, and it's not final. You know, we're still very much alive. We're still very much there. All your spirit family is still very much around you. It's just that we've been conditioned not to be receptive to these. And, and when you learn to be receptive, it opens up a whole new world. Because then you realise that, you know, your your father who's passed over or your grandfather who passed over, they're still very much around you. Is it a good thing that we know that we survive or are we sort of better off not knowing because there are so many unanswered questions about what happens at the point of death and beyond death itself. Mm-hmm. And this is something that's occupied man since the earliest days. You know, the, the cavemen were considering this problem. I've no doubt of the, you know, the earliest uh, civilizations considered life after death and what happens at the point of death. Are we better off just not knowing? Um, I, I think that we could, you know, quite confined really in our thinking i don't think we're better off not knowing um because of course you know i don't know though you know ah, I, i'm right. able I mean, to in terms of your spiritual belief i know that there's life after yeah. death mm. yeah um and a lot of people think that we're here um and we're here to make money or and that's the learning that we need or we're here to build up some kind of empire and they forget that actually we're here for spiritual learning spiritual teaching it's not about how much money you make or the car you drive it's about the connections that you make so it's a spiritual learning but people are so um quick to grab the concept of and forget all that and and make money and step on the next person to get higher up the ladder and that's not what we're here for we're here to learn 
And when we have learnt and, and our energy becomes purer and we're more of a, a whole spirit, then we're able to pass over into a different dimension and then carry on learning. Interesting idea. Mm. I think, um, I think we, we'll let you have a breather uh, from this bombardment of <laughs> what happens when we die line of questioning. And uh, let's, let's hear from, what's that say? Clean Bandit featuring Marina and Louis Fonzie. Why do they always have to feature somebody? Because they can't do it without Well, you're them. listening to the West Files featuring Ronnie. Ronaldo. <laughs> Ronaldo and our guest tonight, <laughs> Elaine Taylor, uh, who is a medium. And we'll be returning after this short musical interlude. Oh, yes. Standing here in an empty room, I saw you there and my blood ran cold. Take me back to the long September dawn.
listen to the West Files with our guest Elaine Taylor. I'm not. I'm spelling a word. What are you spelling? Demonologist. Demonologist. Because oh. we were just briefly mentioning Ed and Lorraine Warren. Mm. With the inspiration, the books and their investigations were the inspiration for Annabelle, uh, The Conjuring, uh, 1 and 2. Um, Annabelle Creation. And that, I think the <laughs> something to do with that new nun thing as well, because nuns keep popping up in... Yeah, nuns are just scary. Father Jack had that right. Yeah, nuns, nuns. are scary. Yeah, they are nuns, scary. Nuns are scary. Mm. So, uh, yeah, what were we talking about before uh, we were interrupted by Life After uh, Death? Bandit featuring Marina and Louis Fonsi. Louis Fonsi. It's not the Fonz, is it? No, it's Louis Fonsi. Never heard of that. No, me. We were talking Life After Death. We were, because it's a oh. fascinating subject that's dealt with by all of the major religions, isn't it? Which is Absolutely. why I was letting you talk, because it was but just... I'm listening. There's a problem, isn't there? Because, well, from my perspective, I see there are lots and lots of books written by the different religions. Mm-hmm. And indeed, if we take spiritualism, there are lots of books written by mediums or mediums and the book has been dictated through the medium from the spirit world directly, but they appear to be contradicting each other in so many different ways. I think it's just because it's such a minefield and nobody really has all the answers and there's different variations of how all this works um, because people have different abilities to tap into how all this works. But essentially, all the religions, you know, we're all... We're all praying to something, we're all believing in something, and I feel that it's to the same place, it's to the same energy, it's to the same higher archy. So, you know, you've got all these a range of, of different religions, but essentially we're all believing in the same thing. It's just how they're interpreted, because they are interpreted by man, the Bible's interpreted by man. Um, so I feel that, you know, it's all to the same person. And I feel that's more of an energy. We're than far it is more in God. common than, than we imagine when we're all fighting and mm, squabbling in heaps over our different religions. Yep, because we're all going to go to the same place after after we we've passed over. We're all going to go to the same place and become essentially the same energy. Um, and you know, we're all going to be all going to be the same. Where do ghosts actually fit into this sort of pantheon of afterlife? You know, it, because you go ghost hunting, ghost busting, and it strikes me as as a little odd. And I've I've asked other mediums a similar question, because you have within your belief structure so many of the answers that these are spirits that are sort of somewhat, and yet you go out with a spirit box into a haunted castle looking for something that you already kind of know is there. Yes. <laughs> it's it, it strikes me as a, it's a bit like I don't know it strikes me as like a fisherman peering into a pond and being surprised as a fish there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's to give proof to other people. I think uh-huh. you know. I mean, I can sit in my house and I can do meditation mm-hmm. and ask spirit to draw close to me and see and feel a range of different things. But you haven't got the awareness. You can't do that. Um, and it's, it's it's quite good fun as well, drafty castles and looking for spirits and, and that kind of thing. It's um, No doubt it's good fun, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there comes a point at about three o'clock in the morning. Are you going to go please? But yeah, the, the, the whole concept of, of ghost busting is um, it's, it's a documentary. What drew you to ghost hunting or ghost busting? 
Um, when I went to Pembroke Castle, mm-hmm. and I saw so much, and from then on in, I was hooked. I mean, this this idea of, I mean, you know, just going to Pembroke Castle, was it just something that you, on a whim, you saw it? No, it was um, through, Pem- it was through a, a Ghostbusting team, it uh-huh. was a, and they split us up into different right. groups, and then we went round the castle and explored different places of mm-hmm. that. Um, and then you know they did like a, a seance and all that kind of stuff and some psychic drawings um, and I just found it fascinating that I was able to pick up so much I was still learning at the time so it was all all seeing feeling and hearing it was a quite a new concept to me although I'd been brought up with mm. it um, and I saw so much and felt so much that I was hooked absolutely I hooked. presume that when they were doing some of these seances or some of the other experiments that they were at least from your perspective, putting in sufficient protection. Absolutely. In a they weren't just sort of chaotically no, I summoning the dead. No, I wouldn't advise anybody to chaotically summon the dead because, like I said, um, you're going to, the chances of you get connecting with a, mm. a loved one is going to be a lot less than connecting with earthric bound spiritual energies, which mostly are, are negative because they haven't passed over. And so it's got to be done in the confines of safety and you've got to protect yourself and the group that you're with. Otherwise, all sorts of things could happen. So how do you protect yourself? You can do that in a range of different ways. Um, So usually it's a circle of light where everybody puts their energy together and their auric energy and you create a circle of safety. You can do it with salt circles in your home, do cleansing with salt. Because yeah, salt comes into things quite a lot, doesn't it? Because it's, it's earthric like bound. Yeah. So it's an earthric bound product. So it acts as a, a cleanser. So yeah, you can um, spray water, um, salt water, or you can energise the water um, from the moon, that kind of thing, which will give it a vibrational energy and you can cleanse it that way. And then you've got holy water all sorts of ways but from a psychic point of view you open up your auras you ask your your spirit guides to draw close and protect you and then you'll put a circle of light and so effectively nothing negative can get past that and you're keeping yourself and the people around you safe so that covers everybody that's around you in that circle yes and of course obviously everybody else in the circle is doing the same thing yes. so you've got triple protection sort of thing yeah so if you've got five people in the circle and they're, they're all lending their energy to create a barrier essentially if you like and um, then nothing can pass that i've heard ghost ghost investigators on the television and when i've been um, along as an observer saying use our energy you know, mm. can you do something can you knock on something can you move something can you use our energy how does how how do they give their energy for it to be used and what effect does giving up their energy to a spirit have on those people it can because be very it's draining like, you know, it's like saying you know here's my credit card <laughs> it's, a, it's a very dangerous <laughs> thing to do but you're offering up your your energy now i mean what what is it your life force is it yeah so it's, it's your auric energy and who you are so you draw you, yeah, but how do you offer it i mean you can't just it's not like you can take it I can pocket. physically give you a credit card. How do I give But you, I can physically give... take your energy. So right, if you okay. go into a place and somebody's um, bit down and depressed and you spend, I don't know, 20 minutes talking to them and you leave and they're much happier and you're much more depressed, then that's transmutable energy. You've lent 
your energy to them to give them upliftment. Hugs also is a yeah. transmutable energy. You hear people talking about hugging trees. So you're getting the, the tree energy. So it's, you know, it's transmutable energy. So when you talk about offering a ghostly energy, it's transmutable energy. So they can take it to effectively have more vibration. But you have to offer it first. They can't just come and presumably they can't just help themselves. Um, can they? Well, yeah, they could if they were, you know, a dark energy, they could. So if you went into a house that um, harbours negative energy um, and you were there for an hour and you left feeling very tired and very drained, it's because effectively they've been sucking out the energy to use for themselves. It is what we would call, or what's sometimes called a psychic vampire, because I said that at the start of the show, didn't I, in a sort of jovial way. That yeah, kind of. Because uh, I've heard people say, oh, avoid her because she's a psychic vampire. Mm. But you've, you've I mean, find is it normal people. Well, I say normal, average people like that. You can go into the pub, and there's always there can always be that one person Who's that drains the atmosphere Absolutely. out of everything. Yeah, you yeah. know. So is it the same sort of thing? Same sort of thing. Yeah, and you know you can lend your energy to to give upliftment, and you can do that in a in a way of healing that you're creating more of an energy force and passing it over to somebody else to bring upliftment. So yeah, it kind of works like that. But if you find somebody that always drains you, then yes, they can be referred to as psychic vampire. So you say it drains you, does it make you tired? Do you go home tired? Do you yeah. feel lethargic? After I've worked the church um, and I've raised my vibrational energy, um, and I've used that energy, then I can become very drained. Uh, but you can find that songs, singing, clapping, things like that will raise the vibrational energy and will help me do more reading. But once you've been on the ostrom for half an hour or done a show for an hour, it can be very physically draining. How do you feel right now in the West Files? It's such a nice place to be, actually. It wasn't what I was expecting. I'm glad you said that. I was, so, I was <laughs> I like, I, I can't ask this question. I've got to, yeah, I'm you gonna find you out. I'm going to find out. You do, you do. <laughs> Is Ronnie really a psychic vampire? <laughs> I just want to know why you were drawn to me earlier. Um, it's your eyes. <laughs> it's, the, it's the aura. And that, which brings me on to the next question, because you, you've said several times um, that you can open your aura. Mm. Now that, that it's that, as a material scientist, I, I'm sort of like struggling with like how do I do all these things? What am I missing out on? Right? I just get confused. With how do I open my aura? I mean, mm. I can understand. Yeah, you know, well, I don't want to cheapen it down to I, I can open a door, but yeah, it's something I don't understand. I, I really, you know, it's a term that I've heard other mediums mm. they just open their auras or raise their vibrations. I mean. Can us mere mortals do that? You can, yes. Through meditation is um, the easiest way of opening your aura. You'd be difficult, you see, meditation. You haven't got to open head. No, killer for me. That I only yeah. tried it once, I fell asleep. That's not the whole idea. It worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> see, you can't teach him nothing. <laughs> no, it's just, I'm, I'm just, I just cannot. I'm one of these people that if I stop moving, I fall asleep. So it's like, you know, meditation mm. is... It just doesn't work. You don't have to do it through meditation, although oh, that's, that's the easiest and the quickest way. And if you're learning, that's the best way through through meditation is to, to open up your aura. Um, but we've all got like a life force around us uh, that changes different colours depending on our moods. And it's that that we, we want to raise the, the energy of. So you, because um, we're earthric bound creatures, we're of this earth, you will visualise your feet and... Um, 
effectively being stuck to the earth and you'll have um, veins or something like that, trees or coming out of your feet down to root yourself in and then you start with the feet and you work your way up through the colour codes of the aura and then you've got white light. So what you're doing is you're bringing down pure energy, universal energy, spirit energy is passing straight through you and it's leaving at the feet. And so you're a, a channel then. Is that kind of what they call grounding? Yeah grounding um because that's a term that we've heard and i've heard a few times with, with different guests we've had in grounding so I'm, I'm guessing is that the same sort of thing same sort of thing so when you're working for spirit the first thing you want to do is ground yourself root yourself in and you do this effectively by visualizing roots going into the earth and you know sometimes if you don't do that the energy can can be quite disturbing because you'll start to feel like you're flying if you like you feel a bit unsteady but then you can ground yourself throughout the day also. So, you know, if you're in a situation that you find difficult, if you ground yourself, then you're bringing up the energy, which can be very calming. And I'm going to ground us now with some music. What are we having? I recognise this one. D-I-S-C-O.
that they've run out of things to say when the, la- when the outro is like just just D-R-S-C-O. repeat or fade I was giving my age away as well it's the only song I know, I've known all night oh for goodness sake apart from our play out song where is it I Baby Shark I know that one because the boys play it all the bloody time and I listened to it in the car Santa Shark wasn't bad oh have you heard the new one James Corden's done an opera version of Baby Shark no that I have got to find I will find <laughs> it's that. actually really good you're saying it's good. I'm going to find it for next week. Might change the theme tune to the show I'll next to, week. I'll then. have to play it to the kids in the car now. Yeah, do you know, it's really good. Yeah. I mean, Corden's got that thing going, hasn't he, with the... Like, it turned out he's a remarkably good singer. You know, in this sort of car... Ch- car mm. Carpool karaoke? That's the one. I said car chase disco. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that sounds better. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have... Yeah, next car week we're going to have car chase disco. <laughs> on the West Files. Yes. And our guest tonight... Um, Elaine Taylor. You remember? I did. A very lovely lady. Spiritualist medium. Yes. And uh, we were talking. We. It's been a very deep show tonight. Yeah, We've it been has talking actually. about life after death. It's been very demons, hauntings, and my favourite subject, ghost busting. Yes. And a little bit about the Ghostbusters film. Mark the date, July twentieth, twenty twenty. Yes. And you said, um, you said, well, DISCO was on with Ottawan, um That you've never been on a ghost hunt. No, I haven't. You know you're going to get your chance. I know you keep telling me. Mark the date. What date? April 11th, 2019. That's this year. That's in not very long time to wait. Oh, it's too long. I'm not giving you any more information. Just put the dates in your diary. If you're listening to the West Files and you want to go ghost hunting. Yes, please. April 11th, 2019. Mark the date. Details nearer the time. Ooh. But in plenty of time because yes. obviously you need them. You've got to put your, you know, your babysitting and yeah. do your will and Watch all the things. Let's you have talk to, have to our wonderful guest. Let's talk to our wonderful I'm guest. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. What were we talking about? <laughs> Ghosts, life after death. Ghosts, life after death. And. Disco music. What am I going to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> What are you looking at? I know, I know you're into the you're hoping to go into the demonology and and learning about that. What else have you got planned for yourself, as in perhaps education wise even? I'm going to do this uh, demonology course to give me awareness of different types of energies and how to handle them, and then I'm going to do a, a diploma in mediumship then, ah. um, and that's based in Swansea with Stephen O'Brien. Um, and then I'm going to do a healing. Um, although I do healing at the moment, I'd like a qualification in that. 
Does the how does Who's doing that? I'm where's the demonology course who's running that? That's online that is. Is it? Yeah. Do you know, I think um how much does it cost? I've just had no idea. Yeah, it's quite expensive. Ooh. We'll go off air on that prices. We'll talk about that off air. Yes, I because think I was so. thinking we could have a we have a GoFundMe. No. For Ronnie, let's send oh, Ronnie no, on no, a no, demonology no, no, no. course. No, thank you. No. Yeah, let's. Right, we're going to start no, crowdfunding. I do not want to go on a demonology course. I'm going to start Westfast crowdfunding. No. Go fund me. Send Ronnie on a demonology course. Heck no. Oh. Anyway, going back to what I was going to say, <laughs> you'd be a great demonologist. Really? Yeah. Why is that? You're scared I... the crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, likewise. The qualification, as you said yourself, you wanted to get the, the qualification. Yeah. Will that make the difference for you, or is it for perhaps somebody coming to you for healing? That would make the difference for me. Um, like it has been said in the church, and my mum, who's a very good medium, um, nobody has the right to make you qualified other than spirit themselves. Mm. And that um, a piece of paper for a qualification is not going to make any difference to the ability that I have. But I would like some qualification saying that I can do these things. Just for me, really. So it's, it's more for you than, than basically for anybody else? Yeah, and it's, it's a learning curve because I'm going to learn um, different ways to, to work with spirits and things through doing the diploma course um, and through the, the psychic healing also. Um, and then further on, as uh, I, we get into this year, I'm going to do um, psychic circles and um, spiritual healing awareness and um, things like that. Um, that's going to be open to, to whoever wants to come. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, can people, if they want a reading or they want to ask you questions um, that may have come up on tonight's show, can they get in touch with you? Yes, um, I'm I'm on the computer as Psychic Elaine Taylor, so I've got my own page. I'm also on Facebook, and I've just stepped into this new um, psychic group, so you can post pictures of loved ones, and I'll do readings off that, and it's a, a range of knowledge, and that's self-awareness, mind, body, and spirit. That's been up and running a week. Right. But I've read on lots of different other sites. Can people come to you for a one-to-one -one reading, for example? Yeah, one-to-one -one readings. If they get hold of me on my web page, then I'll arrange a day. Um, mm. And if there's so many of them, then I'll... If there's five of them or more, then I'll go and visit them. Right. Or personal one-to-one -one readings. Is, are you also accessible on social media or on Facebook? Social because media, yeah. lots of yeah. people move, you know, to move their communications now to... Facebook, don't they? Love the social media rather than the the old-fashioned internet. Mm -hmm. Call the internet old-fashioned. Mm -hmm. What does that say about it? You're old. <laughs> no, the society, not oh. me. Yep, I'm on, old. On my web page or on this this psychic group, psychic awareness. If they send a picture, either mm -hmm. of themselves or somebody that's passed over, then I can give reasons. Do on we that. have your web address? Um. Yep. It's you, psychic Elaine Taylor. Dot dot something or other something or other yes <laughs> just but it's just google just google psychic lane nowadays you see the great thing about about the 21st century mm. is you don't need to remember you know what? you don't need to remember your mobile phone numbers anymore really do you I, didn't, I didn't know mine in the first place exactly because <laughs> nowadays we don't remember have to remember long strings of numbers for Farrington family we just have to put the name into the machine mm. it's the same now with these dot co dot com dot the url things mm. you just have to go on to google and just search yeah. it and it pops up yeah. 
That's and also tagged just make sure you've got page. the right one. That's also tagged to my page, so if you find me on Facebook, then there's access to the page that way too. There we are. So if you if you want uh, to talk to Elaine privately in a one-to-one, -one, or indeed a group, um, hunt her down. Mm. Elaine Taylor. Elaine Taylor. Psychic. Psychic Elaine Taylor. Psychic Elaine Taylor. Search Psychic Elaine Taylor on Google or one of the other well-known search engines. <laughs> yes. Or you can find Bing. her on Facebook. For example. Mm. Yeah. Or you can find her on Facebook. Do you remember the old search engine, Alta Vista? Oh my goodness. <laughs> now we're both giving our age away. That's bad news. Let's go back to the days of... Uh, do you know AOL is still going? I know. AOL.com. There is still people paying for that. I yeah. never had it when it was free, let alone pay for it. You don't pay for anything, do you? Not if I can help it. Yeah, so... Uh, we're, we're drawing slowly and inexorably towards our own... Oh, I wish you wouldn't use long words, love. Death. Yeah, death. The death, death of tonight's episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have had a wonderful guest in tonight. And mm. I must admit, I have been slightly edumacated, which happens quite often. <laughs> but it's been lovely. It's been a pleasure. Thank yeah, you for inviting me. I'm really into this idea, though. Oh, he's off again. <laughs> I think... I mean... Dare we do it? What no! Would you, what would your advice be? I think that would be a really good thing to do. With oh, the... thank you for encouraging him! <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, you've asked so many... You ask loads of really pertinent, valuable questions of all of the guests that we have. And? That's... Well, I think we should send you out to f explore some of these things for yourself. No, not I'm just on a ghost hunt. I'm not, I'm doing a ghost hunt. Let's, let me do yeah, that first. And beyond that, I think maybe... Uh, let me go. Yeah. Or you can come to the Psychic Academy in Swansea where there's an open mic so people with a psychic ability would stand up on stage and give you a reading for free. Or I could just go to the Spiritualist Church. Well, the Spiritualist Church. Yeah. That's closer. I'll be there. there we That's closer we'll, send, we'll send you uh, as our roving reporter to one of the Spiritualist Churches. After we've asked them nicely if they would yes. mind. Yeah, because we don't just want to barge our way in. No. Although I have been to the Pembroke Dock Spiritualist Church on a number of occasions. Oh, now you tell me. It's a really nice place. That is a really me. nice place. Yeah, you go on a Sunday evening, it's really cool. Thanks. You get tea and bickies as well. Oh, no, I'm all right. As long as it's chocolate biscuits, we're fine. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, it's been a really fascinating show. It has it's been, been very It's very been a very in-depth show, but mm. I think spiritualism is broader even than... I mean, we can't hope to cover this in one show. No, there's um, just so many concepts to it. It's just a, a minefield of of all sorts of... I think, first of all, there's a whole new terminology that we have to learn, don't we? This raising vibrations and energy and energy states. and It's the auras I, I don't... I know what... It, when you explain when I know what it's supposed to be, mm -hmm. but it's just, how do you see them? Well, That's the bit I've never, ever been able to work out. I think if when you're tired and, and you've just woke up and somebody will walk in and they seem a little bit brighter or they've got like a slight little ready brack shape around them or they're glowing green. That's the first part. No, that's the radioactive, but I fed him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said ready brack. Yes, do you, you remember did Reggie Brack? Yeah. yeah. And I thought, did she just say Reggie Brack? Yeah. And you'd get that little warm glow. I know the one. Yeah. Send your kids to That's school. That's very yeah. much like a, the first scene of an auric energy, that you have an energy and a light. Very so much like that. In other words, if I just wake up and I see him walking out or walking back in the bedroom... Yeah. Hmm. 
Maybe if you had too much wine, you'd see the same things. Very, very similar. I prefer Jack Daniels. <laughs> there we go. And on that bombshell. On that bombshell. I'd just like to remain to thank our guest tonight, yes. Elaine Taylor. Very good. Psychic big, Elaine Taylor. Yes. Hunter down on Google. And Facebook. And Facebook. And other well known search engines. And it's time to. Uh, play the end we, we have a new end credit we, end we theme do have an now, end theme though yep yes. we um we ha- we're the only show i think that actually has a f- an opening theme tune don't we where people are strange i'm by not it. sure we play two I versions so. the doors or the yes. echo and the bunny depending Mills. on people the motoring yes. yeah depends actually it depends on the system but we have now have an outro tune and we can blame morgan for this well yes we can blame um, our guest yes. our, our young guest last week yes. so um, he came in with his mum last week we'll be back with uh, the west files next monday night tune in the podcast will be up after 11. good night god bless good night stay safe <laughs>
I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, 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 bass. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I ain't no size two, but I can shake it, shake it like I'm supposed to do. 'Cause I got that boom boom that all the boys chase, all the right junk in all the right places. I see the magazine working out Photoshop. We know that. Just raise them up, 'cause every inch of you is perfect from the bottom to the top. Yeah, my mama she told me don't worry about your size. She says boys like a little more booty to hold a knife. And no, I won't be no stick figure, silicone Barbie doll. So if that's what you're into. Cause you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass.
Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble.
With your latest Pembroke news, I'm Jonathan Twigg. New head teacher of Ascol Harry Tudor in Pembroke, Fiona Knight has been informed her school needs urgent improvement following an Eston inspection which took place in November. The former drama teacher relocated 